And a good morning to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you for joining me on the show this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're enjoying your morning so far. Shaping up to be a pretty nice day, 45 for the the high. Not uh, not too bad at all. Certainly uh, the bottom is going to drop out of the temperature between, before the end of the weekend anyway. And uh, Might as well get out and enjoy it while you while you can. I think we'll probably melt off a little of that snow today and hopefully uh, get the opportunity up. Hopefully I get the opportunity to get out and enjoy a little bit of uh, the outdoors anyway. That would be uh, nice. I've <laughs> melt some of that snow. I'd like to, it's going to be a wet mess, but boy, I still got a ton of leaves to pick up in the yard there. As I, I, went, I went to work, let's see, what day was that? Thursday morning, and I still had a, a, you know, the tree was just full. I came home that night, and it was like, Somebody took the tree, shook it, and everything is in the yard now. <laughs> like, there's about six leaves left on my tree, and it was like, oh, boy. And, of course, you know, on top of the snow, and eh, oh, well. Such is life. But anyway, <laughs> there's like a green carpet there on top of the snow. So, But anyhow, yeah, well, that's the way it, that's the way it goes some days, I guess, so. But hopefully you get a chance to get out and uh, and maybe do a little uh, a little recreating. I know uh, obviously uh, uh, deer hunting uh, starts or gun deer anyway in Minnesota uh, gets underway today. And best of luck to all the hunters that are uh, headed out into the woods. Certainly make it a uh, make it a safe one if you're you're headed out there. You know, it was, and I was talking to some. I went to the. Uh, GET Prairie to Sheen game last night um, and was talking to a guy who uh, was doing, had done, had done some bow hunting over there and hadn't seen an awful lot. And uh, I kind of said the same thing. I'm, I, you know, I mean, working over at the, the TV station in the Crescent here, you know, on top of the bluff and uh, it, you know, we're out in the country out there and I just have not, I, I haven't seen an awful lot of deer so far this uh in the past, really in the past month or so. I mean, I'm leaving it at times when you should be able to see them. Um, but boy, and I think a lot of it, of course, has to do with the fact that there's still so much corn in the fields. And I think that, that certainly is playing a role. So I don't know how much, you know, they're, they're moving around. I mean, it just, you just have not, haven't seen them at least where I've been anyway. And, uh, uh, that little, part of Minnesota, but I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll see. And certainly there's, uh, uh, certainly there should be a, a lot of them out there, I would think, but I mean, you see one or two here and there, but not the numbers that, uh, I've seen in, in past years, but that's just, uh, I don't know if it's just a down year or, or what, but, uh, normally, uh, normally you see a few more, but who knows? I, I've got to head over that way a little later this morning here, and I guess we'll uh, we'll see if running anybody that's uh, got a deer in the back of the pickup or in the trunk or on the flatbed, what have you, and see how things go. I haven't seen much in the way of, you know, I don't know, if it's just one of those years, and again, I think there might be just because of the corn and everything they're hanging out. Normally you see a lot of, uh, a lot of deer and a lot of turkey in... Boy, I can't, I'm trying to remember the last time I actually have seen some turkey uh, up by the, the TV station. Just not an awful, not an awful lot. Not it, It's been a while, now that I think about it. So it's uh, kind of a, well, I, you can chalk this one up to just being a, a weird year anyway for the simple reason that, oh man, it's uh, it's just been a strange year, no doubt. Um Across the board here, and certainly when you uh, you talk about fishing and things like that, um, yeah, <laughs> it's been it's it's been a challenge to say the least. Um, as far as uh, 
Uh, let's just kind of uh, slide into the uh, the hotspot report here, brought to you by Powerhouse Marine here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. Um, I think if I'm going to recommend any place that y- you want to try and go fishing, um, I would, you know, I think I would be looking at at, at the Lock and Dam, whether it's you know up in Trempolo, uh, Dresbank, Genoa. Um, I, I think you're probably your your best bet uh, is is maybe just getting out there and trying. Uh, Trying your hand at getting some walleyes. Um, talked to the folks up at Fat Cat this morning, and you know, uh, said there were a bunch of guys heading out that uh, uh, were going for walleyes there down below the dam, and probably looking. I would imagine that some of those uh, wing dams below the dam as well. But uh, um, I guess we'll, uh, you know, that would probably be your best bet as far as. Uh, um, Looking for some success anyway is is doing a little uh, doing a little walleye fishing this uh, uh, today anyway. Yeah, I mean it gets up to forty five. Won't be shouldn't be too bad anyway uh, to be out there. But um, again, you know the 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 river is uh, is coming down slow but sure. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think a little walleye fishing at one of the lock and dams would probably be your uh, your best bet. I'm guessing there's. Still a few folks out there that I you know, I see them driving around here and there. There's still a few folks that are uh, that haven't put the boats away yet, so they'll be out there till uh, first ice anyway. So and and I'll get to ice in just a moment here as well. But uh, um, but yeah, that would be what uh, what I would recommend as well. If you can get back to some uh, you know find some open water. Uh, you know, lakes and things like that, then, you know, the panfish bite might might be okay as well. But, yeah, I think walleyes are uh, at the lock and dams are going to be your 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 best bet for uh, uh, fishing time this weekend anyway. Um, and got some reports as well. It's some of the, the, like, the Three Lakes area, and I would imagine probably some of the areas up the Stillwater areas, some of the backwaters, and certainly... Uh, you know, like a upper end of Lake on Alaska, up in there, some of the, some of those places where there isn't a lot of current. Um, certainly, I can see it on the the pike when I head over head over to La Crescent there, and uh, is that there is some ice out there. Um, certainly not safe at this point, and today it'll probably you know some of it'll melt off. But we're going to get a stretch here where uh, it's not going to get too much above freezing during the day, and if if at all, and so I think we'll uh, we're gonna, we're going to start to see some some decent ice. Uh, hopefully here, who knows? Uh, by next weekend, it might uh, there might be enough out there to uh, actually get out on. I'm sure there's going to be some folks that uh, are going to going to try it anyway. Um, I'll I'll wait till it's a little thicker. Thank you very much. That's because I'm a little thicker, but that's just that's just me. Um, you know, you weigh 80 pounds. Eh, maybe you can do it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm fully expecting that we'll, uh, we'll have some, perhaps some manageable ice, uh, with this little cold stretch we're going to have in the next week or so. Um, and, and I talked to Don out at, uh, Roscoe's live bait out in Toma this morning as well. Um, and you know, kind of a, a similar report here for out on the, the river, um, a lot of the lakes and the ponds have some ice on them, anywhere from a, a quarter to a, uh, up to an inch already in some places. Um, but it's certainly not safe at this point uh, to be out on that ice. It's just uh, it's just too thin. But by next weekend, like I said, um, especially you know you get out in some of those more uh, rural areas, um, you know those cranberry bogs and things like that. Boy, those those temperatures get certainly considerably several degrees cooler than uh, than here in the uh, the lacrosse area uh you know but uh um so i would imagine that they might have some spots out there i would think by next weekend where uh, uh there might be uh, you know a couple of inches of ice that might be uh you might be able to get out on but yeah don was saying that you know uh most of the ponds out there and things like have ice on them already and uh you know just a, a thin coat and starting to build a little bit, but again today it might kind of wipe some of that out. Um, but 
it, it just uh, it's getting there. We're, <laughs> we're getting there a little early this year, eh, such as it is. Uh, and, and if you want to, you know, if you you live out in that area as well, um, sound the walleye bite as well for uh, for you is doing pretty well. Uh, the Wisconsin River, a lot of guys uh, fishing that uh, out that way. Um, again, same thing, fishing for walleyes. Um, I would imagine uh, Pete and Well would probably be a place to check out. Um, always a nice drive out there. That's just pretty out there. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's an opportunity for you to, to like I said, get the, a last trip in here before uh, before things get too cold. So. So that's uh, a, a quick look at the uh, the hotspot report here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. Again, brought to you by uh, Powerhouse Marine. Uh, and as far as the uh, the conditions go, uh, that's being brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Uh, again, stop on out and see Don. He'll get you taken care of and point you in the right direction where there's some open water for you at least to drop a line in and try and catch a few here at the tail end of the season. Uh, but you know, as far as conditions go, you know, water's slowly but surely starting to come down. And uh, we're sitting at about 9-2 this morning. And, again, it's it's forecast to, let's see here, I'm looking for the next week, uh, to come down to about 7.5 feet. So it's just a slow, slow decline. Um, so hopefully, you know, if we, I know there was a little rain in the forecast. Hopefully we don't get too much of that and we get the, uh, a little spike or anything, but eh, slowly but surely it's coming down. You know, seven and a half isn't, uh, it's still a little on the high side, but getting there. Um, as far as the uh, the current, some of the other conditions uh, at the moment, ah, there we go. Uh, water temperatures have come down certainly uh, several degrees since we uh, last got together last weekend anyway. Uh, mid-30s right now in terms of uh, water temperatures out, out there, you know, Trempolo, uh, well, Trempolo, uh, Dresback, and Genoa all reporting about 36 degrees as far as the uh, the water temperature goes. So, yeah, we're uh, we're in that neighborhood now where where we're going to start to see uh, definitely some ice building. So, and certainly uh, you want to you know you want to be careful if you're going to be out on out on the water. Period. Uh, that's uh, that is cold cold water. And you do not want to be messing with that. The flow is is coming down a little bit, but it's still uh, still kind of high. It's uh, about uh, seventy five up at Trempolo, uh, seventy six at Dresback, and uh, about eighty two in Genoa. So yeah, you know the flow is still uh, uh, still kicking up a little bit, but and so you might want to be careful of that as well. Combined with the high water, and, yeah, just be safe if you're if you're headed out uh, out on the river at all today so no messing around with that that's uh that's cold water there's no doubt about that safety is the the main concern because you know you're gonna get there'll be some guy that'll try to it's like oh there's an inch of ice out there and try to go out there and do some fishing and eh, don't want to be uh don't want to be messing with that by uh by any stretch of the imagination oh the other thing too is uh was looking at the uh, just out of curiosity. Was uh, uh, looking at the uh, the driftless angler anyway. Today might not be if if you're uh, well, I, I, Iowa is not that far away. It's what maybe a half hour from here. Um, if you're into trout fishing, uh, it's uh, it's going to be a nice day if you want to get out there and do that as well. Um, and you certainly don't have to be out there early. You could go out there in the middle of the day. Um, let the streams uh, warm up a little bit. And, uh, just like I said, looking at the, the Driftless Angler report here this morning, uh, it says here, nymphing is key and uh, will be for the rest of uh, the fall and into winter here. Uh, roll your flies deep in the mornings and then the afternoon start fishing the runs and even riffles. Um, dry fly activity is uh, pretty much uh, dwindled. Uh, so, you know, throw in a woolly bugger or something like that and, Give it a try and fish it deep, and those fish might uh, might still be fairly active. 
doesn't the, the winter doesn't unless it gets really super super cold it doesn't really affect that those streams an awful lot they stay uh i think for the most part fairly constant in terms of the temperature so that's uh that's not necessarily a bad thing so got that uh you have that as an option as well and, and today again certainly a, a beautiful day to be driving around doing a doing a little trout fishing down in Iowa that doesn't uh that doesn't sound too bad no Mm-mm, not at all Okay, uh, I've got to uh, take a break here, and uh, I will be back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors uh, in just a few moments. It is 824, and you're listening to WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Yeah. You know, for a bunch of stuffed fish on my wall, <laughs> you're great listeners. What's that, Mr. Bass? You was uh, talking to Poppy Crappie, says that fall fishing is excellent. And to go to Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma for my fishing accessories and live bait, Roscoe's Live Bait also knows all the good spots. Well, I could just kiss you right on the mouth. Mwah! Moral of the story, listen to your stuffed fish and go to Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. It's where everybody goes for their tackle and bait. It's where everybody goes. What a green and gold and Vegas have in common features West Salem Football Funday. Every Green Bay game, you could win a trip for two to Vegas, including a four-day, three-night stay at the Golden Nugget. It's easy to win. Just get to features in West Salem before halftime to cheer on the pack and begin earning tickets for the trip drawn at the end of the game. Every game, every week, a winner for a trip for two to Vegas, including hotel and airfare, will be drawn at features in West Salem. App specials, drink specials, your special only at features in West Salem. Why wait for Black Friday? Get Black Friday prices today at the Home Depot. Up to 40% off appliance special buys, plus up to 600 bucks in extra savings instantly on select appliances. No rebate, no hassle. Like a Whirlpool white top mount refrigerator for just $548, over $180 off. Talk about holiday cheer. Black Friday savings early, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, Wasp-wise last, lease for details valid through December 5th. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary. Maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. For me, and I, I said this after the game, like, for me to do it, I have to, like, literally run by all my teammates uh, and, and kind of avoid them to get to get to the wall to do the leap. So uh, the situation just kind of has to be right. And, uh, you know, so last year, actually, Monday night game, had a game winner. Kind of similar situation. Literally just uh, in the moment, got sworn, didn't even think about doing it. So after that, uh, uh, Hunter Bradley, our long snapper, and, and myself, we've been talking about it all, kind of all year, waiting uh, for that next moment. And, uh, you know, oddly enough, it was another Monday night game. I think it was just honestly the same exact week as it was last year. And uh, as soon as I hit it, I, I took off running. I see him kind of waving me on. And uh we were able to go and, uh, and, and do the celebration. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's coming up on 828, and WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And uh, before we hop back into the uh, world of fishing, um, well bundled up, of course, um, but uh, no, we've got uh, college football coming your way uh, later on this morning on WKTY. Uh, We've got uh, UW-Eau Claire coming to town to take on UW-Lacrosse. Uh, and that game will be getting underway right around 11.20 or so uh, this morning here. It's uh early game uh, today, and boy, it'll be a nice nice day over at the stadium there. Uh, 
nice sunny day, and that shouldn't be too bad. Get out there and enjoy it. I know they're going to be uh, doing some uh, special ceremonies there, honoring veterans today. So uh, take advantage of that as well if uh, uh, you're of a mind to do that. Um, but again, uh, it gets underway. Yeah, kickoff scheduled about 11.30 this morning here, but uh, the pregame show will get underway uh, right around 11.20 or so on WKTY here. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow we've got uh, Packer football for you starting at 1 o'clock as the Panthers uh, come to visit uh, Green Bay again uh, about 1 o'clock. And then on our sister station, for you auto racing fans, uh, we have got uh, the Can-Am 500 from the Motor Racing Network, folks. Again, that'll be on our sister station, WIZM, uh, 1410 a.m., starting at 1230 tomorrow afternoon. So get out there and enjoy it. Yeah, like I said, yeah, I'm going to go work at the TV station, but I'll at least be able to watch the game anyway But and listen. Um, but, uh, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be bad to be out there today. And I'm sure it'll be a little nicer. Boy, that, <laughs> that game was, uh, that game at Prairie or at Galesville last night was, uh, was cold. Thank goodness there were a lot of people in the stands and, uh, <laughs> I think the shared body heat and, uh, those little, uh, uh, hand warmers certainly, uh, certainly came in handy. No, actually it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. But late, it, it, late in the fourth quarter, and that wind started to, to kick up, and then that, then you could feel it was cold. But there wasn't any wind. It wasn't. Uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty decent out there. So, unfortunately, uh, the uh, uh, GET uh, just couldn't. Uh, just couldn't too much. Boy, those. There's some big. I don't know if it, if it was a combination of the the kids are small at GET. I think maybe they are a little bit, and uh, but boy, there were some, uh, some big kids on both sides of the ball for uh, for Prairie Duchene. Certainly, they played a uh, played a great game last night, and uh, you know that was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, you know fun to watch, and certainly want to wish the folks uh, down in Prairie Duchene best of luck in their uh, next game and. As they uh, move a little bit closer to state, so well, uh, good night for football last night. Good cold weather for football. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, let's uh, let's jump out of football and and talk a little bit about uh, the topic of the day here, which is uh, uh, looking at some uh, some strategies for early ice walleyes. And I guess the first thing to think about is uh, you know what they say are the the three most important things about selling a piece of real estate, which is location, location, and location. Um, you know, and, you know, if you're, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know I've suggested here and there uh, that, uh, you know, hunting out good potential ice fishing spots while there's open water and then, you know, marking them on a, a GPS unit or a map or something, you know, if you can, uh, you know, and then, once you get some early ice here, you know, get on out there uh, and do it safely, of, of course. And, uh, um, you know, because as you know, I mean, the ice forms from the edges of the land out. So that means, you know, you'll start shallow and work your way out to the, the deeper areas as uh, conditions permit. Um, having your electronics, you know, your, your Vexilar, depth fi- whatever you've got, uh, can certainly be critical in pinpointing the spots you want to uh, you want to fish, especially in the early season. Um, you know, even if you do get to the spots you've previously marked out, you know you're still gonna you're still gonna have to move around uh, to to cover your location. I mean, it's it's a, a general area, but uh, you know that you're marking out there. And as always, you know, the fish are not necessarily going to be at point A. They might be at point A and Ten yards the other, you know, the other direction, or what? You know, I mean, it just—they're not going to be in a. They'll be in an area. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so, again, plan on doing some moving around. Certainly during the uh, the early part of the season here as well. Uh, what you're looking for are hard bottom areas that you know maybe have some gravel or rocks, uh, flats or humps. Um, the odds these areas hold fish will go up if they're adjacent to some deep water areas 
for the the, the fish to to travel down into if needed. Um, they'll hang out in the the deeper areas during the day for the most part, and then move a little shallower towards the evening. Um, you know, looking for uh, looking for supper. Is the easiest way to put it. Sure, you know, just like the rest of us, got to have some, some supper. Um, but, you know, focus on the edge of the drop-off is since, you know, walleyes like to stack up there prior to moving out onto the shallower areas and uh, looking for those schools of bait fish. Um, you know, one thing to keep in mind, too, is when you do find these spots, um, just a little suggestion here is uh, uh, always here, you know, get the auger out and, and drill a few holes Ahead of time, as you you know, as you need, um, since early ice is thick enough to support your weight, but isn't necessary. And depending, of course, on how much snow we would get. And right now, um, you know, we just, you know, I think we'll have the ice, the early ice, but I don't know how much we'll get in the way of uh, of actual snow. But um, I guess my point being is that, you know. The ice will be thick enough to walk on, but it isn't going to be thick enough to necessarily block a lot of light penetration early on here. Uh, so again, any kind of, of light will cause a shadow, you know, whether it's sunlight or moonlight, and and possibly spook those shallow fish. Um, you know, so the faster you drill those holes and, and make all that noise, the more time the fish will have to settle back down and kind of get into their their normal patterns. Um, the other thing is that, uh, you know, you probably will be, you know, moving around a lot, tracking down the fish. Um, and I'll go over a couple of presentations in a moment here, but, uh, you know, keep in mind too, uh, just as always, you know, if you don't get a bite or two after 15 or 20 minutes and, uh, you know, just move to a different spot. Of course, if you do start to get fish, then, you know, stick around. Till they stop feeding, then go to the next spot. So, <laughs> a good tip that I uh, I found was um, not to let your bait fish, you know, keep you in a spot too long. Um, you know, the other thing too is you know your depth finder might show that you've you know you might be marking fish, um, but in fact it might actually end up being like a school of bait fish that that sort of fake out the machine, if you will. So if you've got one of those uh, uh, like AquaView cameras or one of the other ones there, um, you know, just drop it down there and see what's uh, and see what's down there. I think that's a uh, you know next to um, next to your you know, your depth finder and you know the Vexilar and things like that. Um, I think having one of those cameras certainly this time of year is uh is really really critical to have uh have some just 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 to see what's down there i mean you're not really gonna uh spook the fish all that much with the uh with the camera and uh again here with the early season you should be able to see things pretty well uh in terms of what's uh what's down there whether it's you know bait fish or um or actual walleyes or or what have you uh what have you down there um you know, and the other thing too, I think you might be able to get a better idea too is uh, if you know, in terms of size. I mean, you know, you know, obviously you want you know decent sized fish, and you know, if you're in a, a school of you know tiny walleyes, yeah, you can catch them and everything, but eh. certainly, I'll I'll certainly do that when I uh, when I go out with my friend. You know, we'll just drop the camera down there and see what's down there, and, and it's like. Eh. There's a lot of fish down there, but they just are not very, uh, not very big. And, you know, you may want to, you know, make your efforts a, a little more productive to and catch some bigger fish. So, um, that's certainly one thing that I would, and they're not, you know, they're not all that expensive. You can find them used. I know that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, definitely a, a worthwhile piece of electronic equipment and you know they're small enough too that you can put them in your practically put them in your pocket and um that's another nice thing as well is that you can find the the small ones they just they're not much bigger than a cell phone and um i i, I really think that 
that's an important an important tool to have. Certainly to uh, just check things out right at the beginning. Don't have to leave it down there, but you can just kind of see what's going on. And you can also see, kind of see too. I, I I think anyway, and I know I'm getting off track here a little bit, um, but uh, you know, I think it's also important too to see what what your bait a your bait is doing. Learn a little bit about that and how the fish are reacting to the bait. You know, if they're you know if you've got you know for example like a chunk of night crawler for this, you know, and, and the fish are coming up to it and not really doing anything. Um, or if they're attacking it, that's cool. Uh, obviously, you'll know that. But um, you know, swap it out, put some wax, you know, uh, waxy or something on there, and 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 just see, you know, see how they're going to react to that. But anyhow, uh, again, nice little piece of equipment to have. Um, anyhow, let's uh, let's get back to that. Uh, as, as far as uh, baits, lures, what have you. Um, Kind of get back on, on on that last track there. You know, just grab a nice uh, small jig, put a little uh, uh, tip it with a maggot or a waxy, drop it down the hole, and you know, if you bring up a bait fish, uh, chances are that's the only thing down there. So um, that's kind of the way to do it. If you know you don't, if you don't have one of those cameras. But anyway, uh, let's kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about a, a couple of different presentations here that. Uh, um, work i guess really is the easiest way to put it you know on on uh on one side you've got the 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 live bait presentation you know jig and minnow combo or you know waxy leech what have you um i mean hands down that's going to be your i i think probably your go-to uh your go-to presentation and you know don't forget to tie on a, a stinger hook as well just in case they they hit short sometimes that happens uh early in the season anyway but really, uh, all you know, a simple jigging motion is okay. Or if you want to just set it and forget it, if you've got a lively minnow on there, um, hey, that uh, that works too. You know, so you can have uh, have the best of both worlds with a uh, with a two two hole setup right there, and no problem. The other thing too is you can you know experiment a little bit anyway when you first maybe get out there, put a minnow on on one and. You know, maybe a little small plastic or something like that on the uh, other, or you know, like I said, a waxy something along those lines, and see what the see what the fish are doing. Early on in the ice fishing season, you know, a good way to to ring the dinner bell for those hungry fish is a uh, a rattling jigging spoon as well. And like I said, tip you know, tip with a chunk of minnow or a, a waxy or a maggot something like that. Hey, that's a, a great way to. Uh, uh, bring in hungry fish, or at least again, a curious one. Um, if the fish aren't uh, aren't interested in that spoon, chances are, yeah, might just uh, zero in on that minnow and take that one instead. Either way, it's uh, walleyes zero, uh, fishermen one. So, well, hopefully, more than one anyway. Um, another thing to, to keep in mind too is that you're going to need to have the right color. Uh, you know, maybe something, you know, early ice anyway, it's not going to be so much uh, necessary. Um, but just, uh, you know, later on in the season when we get a little more snow on the ice and things like that, the light penetration certainly is uh, considerably less. Uh, having some, you know, glow-in-the-dark colors are a good idea that will uh, uh, help entice the fish to to come check out what you've, you've got there. But uh, early on in the season, you know, it, with weather like this, you're, you're going to get on a sunny day. You're going to get plenty of light penetration, and uh, uh, it's not necessarily so critical. Um, but certainly, having uh, some different colors with you in terms of uh, of your jigs. Um, but yeah, again, you know, the fish will uh, will tell you what uh, what's working for them. Whether it's you know purple or white or chartreuse, what have you, uh, they'll uh, they'll let you know um, how much action they want on that uh, spoon. Whether it's you know some aggressive action or just a, a short little twitch or even just, you know, somewhere in between. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, with that two hole setup anyway, you know, you might want to, uh, uh, you know, be aggressive and, and 
get those rattles going and, and bring those fish in and then just have a simple jig and minnow set up. And uh, um, if they don't hit the spoon, they've, they've got an alternative right there. So um, that's uh, certainly another option that uh, that you've got. Either way, uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing. But they'll let you know what you know, how much action they want on that spoon, uh, as well. So, um, whether it's maybe, maybe a little finesse movement, uh, a little stop and drop in order to get them to hit regardless, like I said, uh, they'll, uh, they will let you know, uh, pretty darn quick what, uh, what they're after. So, but you know, again, you know, we're moving into a time of year where at least, uh, you know, with early ice anyway, um, you know, early on, it, it, you know, either end of the day is is going to be productive for you. Uh, you know, you might get a cloudy day with some good action during the middle part of the day, but you know, for the most part, prime time is early in the day, uh, kind of before, you know, right around sunrise. And certainly, uh, uh, what time does the sun go down in the afternoon now? Uh, we're getting close, what two o'clock or something? It seems like no, no, I guess it's not quite that early, but. Uh, Later in the afternoon, as the the sun is getting down there, um, that's going to be your prime time for uh, for some walleye fishing, and uh, of course, certainly into uh, uh, the early dark as well. If uh, if you're of a mind to do that as well, but yeah, um, once the sun goes down, you know it does get cold in a hurry, and you know if you're busy catching fish and moving around, you probably won't necessarily notice the cold quite so much. Uh, just you know, make sure that you dress warmly and have the heater or thermos full of uh, hot coffee or hot chocolate, uh, hot cider. That sounds kind of good, too. Um, but, you know, again, if you're going to be going out late uh, or wherever you or whenever you, you head out onto the ice for the matter, you know, just, again, talking safety here, uh, let someone know when you leave and, and when you plan to return if you go out by yourself. And, that I mean, I do that. Um I'm a shore fisherman, so I, I you know, that's, and, and the places I go, usually there's other folks around, so I, it's not necessarily that critical. But, you know, when you go out ice fishing, especially if you're going to be going out in the evenings, um, you know, it, just let somebody know where you're going. If you're not, if you're not going out with a buddy or something, um, and certainly uh, keep a close watch on those fishing reports as well and in terms of it, certainly in the early season here you know we get further on down the road you know when there's several inches of ice that's that's one thing you don't necessarily have to check but early on in the season here it's uh uh we're we're in the early building stages of uh ice for the ice fishing season here so it's uh, definitely going to be uh i don't want to say sketchy or iffy at the moment here but uh don't rush it. There's no point in rushing it. Uh, just to, to be safe. So, and I know there's there's diehard guys that are going to want to be out there as soon as they possibly can. But yeah, just just be safe. Anyhow, it is uh, coming up on 8:47. Take a break and come back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Yeah, you know, for a bunch of stuffed fish on my wall, <laughs> you're great listeners. What's that, Mr. Bass? You was uh, talking to Puppy Crappie, says that fall fishing is excellent. And to go to Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma for my fishing accessories and live bait, Roscoe's Live Bait also knows all the good spots. Well, I could just kiss you right on the mouth. Mwah! Moral of the story, listen to your stuffed fish and go to Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. It's where everybody goes for their tackle and bait. It's where everybody goes. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for our See Better Drive Safer sale going on right now. Get great deals on everything from wiper blades to headlight bulbs. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of O'Reilly Full Synthetic Motor Oil and MicroGuard Filter, just $25.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Your home is important. 
That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you curl up on the couch in a fetal position and cry at cheesy movies, even though you've seen them a thousand times and have all the lines memorized. You and me. And, me, and also, also you with me. me. And, and you and I. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the tear-filled comfort zone you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. For me, and I, I said this after the game, like, for me to do it, I have to, like, literally run by all my teammates uh, and, and kind of avoid them to get to get to the wall to do the leap. So uh, the situation just kind of has to be right. And, uh, you know, so last year, actually, Monday night game, had a game winner. Kind of similar situation. Literally just uh, in the moment, got swarmed, didn't even think about doing it. So after that, uh, uh, Hunter, Bradley, our long snapper, and, and myself, we've been talking about it all, kind of all year, waiting uh, for that next moment. And, uh, you know, oddly enough, it was another Monday night game. I think it was just honestly the same exact week as it was last year. And uh, as soon as I hit it, I, I took off running. I see him kind of waving me on. And... Uh, we were able to go and, uh, and, and do the celebration. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It's 8.50, uh, looking at uh, some news from the past week in the uh, world of outdoors here. Uh, wildlife managers have reached their goal of uh, making 26 dumpsters available in parts of southeastern and north-central Minnesota for hunters to safely dispose of deer carcasses. Uh, the bins are important, uh, an important part of Minnesota's plan for combating the spread of uh, chronic wasting disease. Uh, hunters are prohibited of, from moving uh, whole deer out of disease management zones until their deer test clean, but uh, they can take their deer home if they quarter them first. Uh, the DNR in, then encourages hunters to use the designated dump, dumpsters uh, to, to uh, dispose of the carcasses. Uh, Officials were forced to scramble after one waste hauler backed out last month. Um, of course, uh, again, the uh, deer season begins this weekend here in Minnesota. So I'm sure they will uh, see a bit of use here as well. And then a story out of uh, northern Wisconsin anyway. Um, Linda Pernsteiner uh, was one of 10 people in the state to uh, receive an elk tag this year. Um, And then during the weekend before Halloween, uh, she became the first woman uh, to bag an elk in the state uh, since they were uh, reintroduced. Um, Great quote here, too. I think anybody can do it. I mean, it's not different than any of the guys out there, uh, she said. Definitely one of the best hunts I've probably ever been on. It was awesome. (laughs) Unquote. (laughs) The, uh, you know. Uh, and uh, story that I was looking at here, a nice, uh, I didn't get dimensions on this, but, uh, it was certainly a nice, uh, a nice looking elk that she, uh, that she got. Mm. And, uh, I'm sure she will, uh, enjoy that, uh, for many, many years to come and certainly enjoy some, uh, good elk meat as well. I haven't had elk in ages, but boy, that is, it, it's, it's very good, um, but uh, and this was up in the uh, the Clam Lake area where uh, the elk population, uh, well, the elk was were reintroduced up in that area back in the the 90s. Uh, just last year, the hunt was reinstated through a lottery program, and uh, the DNR, of course, expects the elk population to grow, providing more opportunities for uh, folks in the state in the future. Uh, but you know, right now, it's kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity for uh, for folks like. Uh, Lydia. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. And of course, uh, I, they were, I know they were reintroduced up in the Black River Falls area as well. And I, I've yet to see one out there when I've been up in that area. I keep, you know, see deer and everything, but yeah, it'd be neat to, uh, need to see some elk up there. They're, uh, they are gorgeous, gorgeous animals and, uh, certainly a, uh, 
like it, you know, like the story said, a once in a lifetime opportunity to hunt something like that. No doubt about it. Uh, it is uh, 8.53. I got to take another quick break and then come back to wrap up WKTY Outdoors this morning here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Holidays at a hardware store? Of course! Don't miss Ladies Night Sunday, November 17th at Ace of Lacrosse. Start your holiday shopping. Get a little something for yourself, too. Join Ace as they roll out the new holiday decor and a fun day of in-store demos, samples, special sales, and goodies to taste. How does 30% off clothes sound or 20% off regular priced items? Bring your friends to the annual Ladies Night Out at Ace of Lacrosse Sunday, November 17th from 3 to 6. Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Your home for Green Bay Packer football is right here. Follow the Packers all season long on WKTY. Packer football is brought to you by Paul's Heating and Air Conditioning, Early Drywall, Gunderson Health System, Five Star Telecom, Firefighters Credit Union, Asa Lacrosse, Bagnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, and Bubba's Meats. Join the Packers radio network for pregame coverage beginning two hours before kickoff on your home for Packer football, WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Now you can take WKTY with you wherever you go. Download the free WKTY app today, and you'll be able to stream WKTY programming on your phone. You'll also find a complete list of sporting events broadcast on WKTY. You can check out unique WKTY podcasts, get the latest weather, even set your phone to wake you up to WKTY. You can use the app to leave us a message, and you can sign up to win free stuff from WKTY. The WKTY app is brought to you by Next Home Ola Routine. Download the free WKTY app today and take us with you wherever you go. I'm Brian. I'm with Dunright Remodeling and Seamless Gutters. As far as the advertising goes, we dabbled. When I started out in this business, we dabbled in a lot of different advertising. Uh, Nothing worked. Hi, I'm Chuck Mefford. Make your business famous with a Brandsformation, the four-step marketing system proven to give your business real and measurable return on investment. When we went to Chuck Mefford, I was very impressed by what I heard from him. What I really love about Midwest Family is they're they're so rare because they get it. They understand that most business owners don't need media, but what they need is results. It has increased our business by 200%. What I like about Transformation System and Midwest Family is they put it together. Chuck Medford and Midwest Family work for us. My advice would be do not dabble. Call Midwest Family. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And, of course, the conditions report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. And the hotspot report brought to you by good folks over at Powerhouse Marine. A few minutes left to go in the program here this morning. Uh, Some other news to uh, report for this past week. Uh, Zebra mussel larvae have been detected in Lake of the Woods. At the northern tip of Minnesota, the uh, popular lake, according to the DNR, they found samples from uh, one of three sites contained a, a substantial number of larvae, which can be a sign that adult zebra mussels are reproducing in the lake. However, uh, no adult or juvenile zebra mussels have been found. Uh, researcher Gary Mon says they uh, they don't know if the uh, Lake of the Woods water chemistry is conducive to zebra mussel survival. Uh, of course, uh, Lake of the Woods is the sixth largest freshwater lake uh, located in or partially in the U.S. Uh, most of it's in Canada, um, and certainly the uh, Minnesota portion will be added to the state's infested waters list. And uh, the DNR earlier this year confirmed zebra mussel larvae in Red Lake, another premier uh, walleye fishery. So keep that in mind as well. Um Another thing, too, is uh, if you're looking for something fun to do with the uh, the kids today, um, and again, a nice day for it, uh, head on over to that overlook at uh, down by Brownsville. Uh, check out all the, uh, hopefully there's still a few uh, migrating birds there anyway, but there'll be a, a, a naturalist there, 
I, I stopped out there last weekend. It was uh, it was pretty neat, um, noisy but neat to see all the uh, uh, different migrating birds, the ducks and the geese and the tundra swans and everything. Uh, but uh, but yeah, naturalists are going to be at the uh, the overlook from ten until two on Saturdays and Sundays during the uh, the first three weekends in here in November. Um, and there are they've got you know spotting scopes and and uh, things like that, so you get a nice uh, uh, up close look at uh, at the birds there, and you know they're flying around and making noise, and it's pretty neat. So again, if you're looking for something uh, fun to do, oh by the way, too, I'm sorry, and I almost missed this. Uh, the annual waterfall observation day is going to be uh, today as well, so. Refreshments will be available during uh, during the event, and all sorts of festivities will be happening out there. So, if, yeah, again, if, again, if you get the chance, it's a short little drive here from Lacrosse. Not bad. What twenty minutes? Even not even that, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, check it out. Give it a try. Take the kids out there and teach them about the outdoors. Hey, that's what it's all about, you know. Anyhow, I got to wrap the show up for this Saturday. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. Have a great weekend. Western Wisconsin Sports League. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Hello!